Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Currency Podcast. Let me let me explain what I what direction I'm headed with the podcast currently. What I want to do is make it a finite number of episodes, and so in doing this, this gives me more creative freedom because I can end the podcast, and then it makes it so that it's like an idea that I'm talking about rather than that like the reason it's current is that it has to keep going forever or something like that, but. It gives me more creative freedom. I can close out on themes that I've been talking about to this point. And so I made the decision that it's it'll be a finite number of episodes. And so um, what I'll do is end it, and then I will probably take a break, and then I'll come back with something else on this platform later on. And I sort of already know what I want to do, and so that's part of me ending it also. I want to do something... Um, I would know what I wanted to do when I was done taking a break, but... Like, uh, I'm just saying that the content won't ultimately stop once I'm done with this podcast, but like, I'll, I'll do more than a hundred of them and I'm at, this is number 90. So probably, we probably got about 15 more of these, but I will close out on the themes of it and I will talk about, I'll talk about currency. I will talk about the theory behind it. You will hear about it. If you go to the currency podcast, you will hear about currency, and um, and you have heard some. You have heard about it to thus point anyway. But one one thing I want to talk about is cryptocurrency. So I've talked to I've talked about that a lot to this point in this podcast, and um, I'll keep talking about that because I don't believe that it's dead in the water. I have a hard time believing it'll go to zero, I think. So it's like really low right now. And I've told you in the past, uh, or like most recently, I think in the crypto maybe not episode, I told you that now is a bad time to invest in it. And and it was. And it went down considerably. And I would say that at this time, it might actually be okay to buy it. Um, it might be, might be okay to buy it now. I feel like it's still the future. It might just take a little while longer, but people should consider that national currencies have been around for thousands of years, and so it's a lot easier to have vested interest in that um, because it's easier to trust a currency that like we understand the format of it as a species for like thousands of years, like civilizations that have that trade in their currency that they've created that's last for thousands of years. Cryptocurrencies have lasted for just 13 years, and so I guess it's kind of a lot to expect to say that it's going to go boom overnight, or even after like 15 years, it would be difficult for everybody to trust it since it's so brand new in comparison to other currencies. And so what's what's significant about it is a question that I'm wondering about right now, and the uh, encryption the encryption aspect of it is interesting when you think about it because cryptocurrencies are important because they're encrypted that's in the name that's what distinguishes them that's what makes them significant in comparison to other currencies is that they are encrypted because that's what they're saying that they are but what's weird is drawing attention to encryption because if you're trying to be cryptic the point is that you don't say that you're being that and then and so if people thought about that they might be like the entire thing is a scam right um i mean like on the surface level you expose that piece of information like oh this shouldn't work out because you're drawing attention to your encryptedness 
and so that should be a problem in and of itself or it's like that it's already it's like a walking contradiction but um i would say that the question is the question of course is are cryptocurrencies more valuable than currencies but like national currencies were already encrypted like national currencies that came before cryptocurrencies cryptocurrencies are supposed to be the improvement on currency on fiat currencies or national currencies like the u.s dollar is already an encrypted currency like it's not like currencies weren't encrypted before because they're encrypted through a number of factors like just the the government or the intelligence behind a government intelligence behind the headquarters of a country there's a lot of there's a lot of layers of classification that most people don't know about that it's like whatever is at the heart of the u.s government for example is so behind so many levels of doors that it's like it's it's cryptic and so the currency that is generated as a result of that the united states remains current because it's like if persia goes away its currency does also and like when a civilization is collapsing it's reflected in like a huge inflation of their currency because what goes along with a country existing is that they are current basically that's what generates a currency if it goes away so does their money and so like the u.s dollar exists because the u.s exists the u.s exists partially because um because of the mystique of like the headquarters of the government be like the government locks the u.s in place to be this entity but like the point i'm making is the u.s dollar is already encrypted like we already have cryptocurrencies because the u.s dollar is based on the power of encryption of the u.s government basically the u.s government is more mystique driven than every any other government like it generates the most buzz in that area specifically or like conspiracy theories probably revolve around lots of different national governments but probably no more no more so than the u.s government or like what's behind that is what people are very excited about and so cryptocurrencies come along and they're like we are encrypted currencies and i would argue that this is actually an important evolution of money itself is that now we have currencies arising that are calling themselves encrypted and it is the question is is that better i would say that it is because now what you're doing is you're arriving at this deeper level of things where you are able to speak to the secrecy involved because it's like what is generating a system of money is kind of inherently secret as we can see with like currencies national currencies are um like the u.s dollar is better is stronger than all other currencies because it's in the most places like being in the most places is another is another thing that helps out the currency but it's like a currency is always better the more encrypted that it is and the u.s dollar is more encrypted than every other currency uh part of the reason you see that that is true is because it's a reserve currency or in other words the all the other national governments in the world and national banks in the world for different countries want to have the u.s dollar on hand the most they need it around like um it's the most visible thing it's the most it's the most real thing and um i'm going to be speaking today about the relationship between encryption and reality 
because um because that that doesn't sound like it's right like the thing that's most encrypted should be something like fake but it's kind of weird that we're bringing visibility to the topic of encryption with currencies with cryptocurrencies and that is partially what it's partially what makes them better um but that you they say that in the name um they say it in the name and so then it it now you're talking about the secret but it's like that that's better or that's more difficult to do is say that the currency is encrypted right up front you're telling everybody um right up front that it's encrypted but really what it brings awareness to is the fact that money is like always always secretive in every case but it's 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 kind of like a joke or you're joking on money or like you're criticizing it but it actually brings it to a new level it brings it to a deeper level but the value the thing i'm talking about is how um revealing things makes them more brings is is a more difficult thing to do is a deeper route to go um revealing secrets takes off layers of reality and gets to something deeper for example the way that like there's this big push in modern day art and entertainment to go behind the scenes like you kind of see it everywhere it's kind of it's maybe it's been that way a little bit but now we're getting we're actually kind of getting into secrets that people have in entertainment where it's like in the podcasting world all these podcasters are competing part of part of um trying to get ahead is just recognizing it to be a competition like that's kind of behind closed doors about it's just like saying well i it is a competition and somebody like me i'm trying to offer my own thing and beat out everybody or like get the most views and that's what a lot of people are doing i mean if you're really competing in it i guess you can do it for fun but like um the people who do it for fun are not trying to be as noticed as as other people but it's like cryptocurrency goes in this direction because it says crypto right in the name where it's throwing right in your face the fact that it's encrypted and so it's more valuable than other currencies because it is able to say this um like the u.s dollar so and this will be hard to explain or like um i'll explain it maybe in in future episodes too but like the u.s dollar is encrypted but it is not able to speak to it and because of this it is limited it's actually more unlimiting to be a currency that is able to say like this is just a secret but it's kind of like how dogecoin is a meme coin or people are like it's a joke cryptocurrency is a scam all money is a scam uh actually a more valuable version of money is one that's able to exist and at the same time call itself a scam or like clown on itself you would rather do that we're going in a more clownish direction in the world that things are becoming more of a joke they're becoming more of a joke because there aren't centralized standards for this is what reality is or like the games that people are participating in are um not they're not one thing anymore there are too many games there are too many competitions and there are only becoming more of them and like the competitive aspect of things is just 
uh, it's blowing up with sort of just with the arrival of the internet. The internet uh, allows all of these greater levels of connectivity, but what, like it really allows everything to be a giant worldwide competition. But it's kind of just becoming more and more the case that all games are becoming better at creating a worldwide competition out of themselves. Even like little games that you play on your phone that like somebody's mom or dad could play. Um, even those are starting to create hierarchies within themselves where it's like you're able to play it on a, on a worldwide stage. And it's like video games are becoming better and better at monetizing themselves and, and setting up these giant competitions that you can make money or you can keep getting promoted up the ranks. And we didn't, this is maybe the most important development of the past decade. Like, I mean, it's, it's been developing that way as video games have improved, but it's not just like the improvement in graphics with video games. What's important is the, uh, they're more and more making themselves able to be competitive everywhere and like create this competition, but it, like out of any one game where they're, and they're just becoming more games, but like this will only, there will only continue to be more games and greater levels of competition in each one of them because this is what people were striving after the entire time anyway. It's just that we used to be more limited and it used to be that in order to find a competition where you could keep getting promoted up the ranks, you would actually have to go to the corporate world or something. Like um, now we have so many more, we have way, so many more ways that are more fun for uh, things that you actually want to do for, for competing and winning, uh, getting ahead. And so it used to be you had to go to the corporate world, you get promoted into higher levels of management, and like how much does that suck? And um, it's just kind of like it used to be that there were a, a few games that you could get involved in to the point that the world itself is less competitive because people don't even want to involve themselves in these games because they're so mundane and there's so few choices to be part of a giant competition. And to, like your choices suck, like becoming a politician has always been one. But like, um, like uh, becoming a politician is one of the games you can play that's always been available. But the we lose faith in the political game, and it it becomes less the case that there is a centralized game, like for example the corporate world or the political world. And so, because there are so many games, and all of these games are available to everybody, um, it's the world is going in this joking direction where like everything, what are the standards? Everything is kind of, everything is a joke or like, and it was already that way. It's just, we're realizing the depth of that. It just, it gives you the opportunity to joke about lots of other games, like all the games that you don't involve yourself with because you're choosing not to do that. Then that's, that's kind of a joke to you, but like, the political landscape in the in the corporate world are just becoming more of a joke to us as time goes on. We're like, that's stupid. The politicians are stupid. But we used to be dependent on the theater of the political landscape. And it is a theater because um, it's, a, it's a theater for a couple of reasons. But like, so um, I'm just I'm just wondering about the encryption the power of encryption and so these currencies come along and they aren't yet 
very they're not the yet the most valuable thing i can't remember if i said this yet while i've been recording but just that cryptocurrencies are only 13 years old and people expect like it's supposed to go boom overnight when national currencies have been around for thousands of years like it's a lot easier to trust in those but cryptocurrencies part of the val it um but anyway like the US dollar is already encrypted, but it's limited because it can't speak to its encryption. But it's it's like um, they're now with cryptocurrencies, the secret is right up front. They're able to do that. They're able to say this is a secret or really like joke about things because people don't know computer languages. That is what makes cryptocurrencies encrypted is because of the languages that they're written in. People don't know how to talk to computers. They don't know how to apply com computer coding commands. Uh, the general public just doesn't get it. They're nowhere near. And um, so I guess the question is like, is the secrecy of a government where it doesn't mention that it's being secret? But like um, what cryptocurrencies do is they bring it to this greater level of depth where it's recognizing the depth. But like this is happening in the entertainment world where people are trying to get ahead in their various competitions, maybe in the podcasting world or whatever. The podcasting world, they're trying to get ahead by going deeper within themselves. Like podcasters are trying to be more and more real um, or it's kind of like go deeper into their own imaginations to say like deeper levels of, of secrecy. But like there's just, there's a lot of this going on in entertainment where it's like, Whoever Jason Bateman has a podcast or has a podcast episode about describing how they made Ozark or actors describing how they made the movie or musicians talking about how they made the song. There's a lot of content being created just about the behind the scenes look at things. Um, and it's kind of just going in that direction where it's going further and further behind the scenes or in other words, going in further and further into levels of secrecy. But it's like, why are we arriving at this point now um, where we now find it valuable to... It's it's just like we're going deeper and deeper, and that's just the direction it would be going. Um, we're going deeper, or in other words, we're going further behind the scenes. And so the question is, where does this end? Um, like, at what point does it stop? Or like, how, how far behind the scenes can you go? There's kind of levels to it, and you can kind of just kind of just keep going further behind the scenes. Like, I I go behind go behind the scenes with this episode. Like recently, in recent episodes, I've been trying to go. I'll, I've been trying to explain some of the things that I'm thinking about it. But it's like thinking about how I do this podcast, or like I'm explaining how I do the podcast. Let me explain something else about it, which is that. You might wonder why I don't edit my videos because you see that everybody else who's creating content, they slice up their videos, obviously. They slice up their videos to make it faster. They cut out all of the boring parts. And I don't do that. And so it is, what I do is more dry. And so you might wonder why I don't edit them. Part of it is laziness, but it's like, also, the world goes in a lazy direction or a, a direction of convenience, like, and it has been going in that direction. It's gone in that direction so much to the point that now I can just sit here on my couch and I'm like validly participating 
in an emerging genre of art podcasting like and it's the same with video games like the world of competition you don't have to go into the corporate world do all this shit now you can rise up the ranks of whatever competition you want just by sitting on your ass and in your living room playing video games um but like that's like the reason i don't edit them is because the way i see it is the style of editing changes every single year literally the editing style is always changing any if i chose an editing style it will only be reflective of like the year that that editing style was popular and so i don't edit it because in my head i believing i'm thinking long term and long term this like if you leave everything in or make a style that is void of style in some senses like this is a style of style that way i that way the thing lasts longer because people can't define it to a single like oh this is just an editing because if i did that editing style it would be totally relevant at the time it's just that people would see that it was fake at some point when new editing styles are created like over the next 10 years there will be all kinds of new ways of editing that will emerge the way that people edit now will be gone in two years and people will and it'll be gone because people won't like it they'll be like oh that's stupid remember that when they edited that way and so um it's i i'm not like i don't really that thought doesn't exactly cross my mind it's just kind of like it seems like it's easier to me to if you leave everything in but it's like that's the direction the world is going anyway is the direction where you leave everything in including the spaces where it's like boring shit because that's behind the scenes. Um, but like I get ahead of any style anybody could come up with by just leaving everything in is kind of the ultimate style. So th- what I'm doing is, but it's like, that's not necessarily the best way to approach it. That's just a long-term focused way of approaching it. My problem is that I consider the long-term too much and it hurts me because anytime I do make a video... Like, I make some podcast episodes recently where I splice them together and I edit out the boring parts. Like, when I'm doing a review of YouTube videos, they get more views, like, easily. And so my problem is that I need to think of the short term more often or, like, be more be more fake or something. I should think of the short term. I'm thinking of the long term too much and it hurts me in views because it would help to have both of them short-term get people excited so that enough people know about this um i mean i mean obviously like i'm not thinking about views in the short term and um because the world is headed this behind the scenes direction and so i leave in all the shit that like and i'll talk about that something but you could just behind the scenes could last forever where you're like well, just so you know, before I made this episode, I set up my phone and then I actually, I wasn't sitting here before and um, I walked over and uh, I walked over from one of my rooms over to this room and I sat down here. Like behind the scenes can can be boring, but like it seems like podcasters are more expected to go further behind the scenes of their of their life maybe or but like that's the only direction you can go in a competition where everybody is just kind of sitting in the same place while they're recording themselves talking if that's the competition you just have to go further into your 
in your mind or like further into what things that you previously thought were secrets or something but cryptocurrency comes along and it's this currency that capitalizes off of saying it's a secret kind of capitalizes off of the but it's like that's more behind closed doors and you i would say that that shows that it is it's like the future because the u.s dollar is already encrypted but like um the the political game is a theater and once you if a senator comes along like a u.s senator you know take a u.s senator for example they are they put a face to the theater of the political game where it's like the context of senators don't exist without there being senators but what i'm talking about is how things that are real are things that are visible in every single case like you want to be the most real you are concerned with the way that things look like reality is the way that things look that's what reality is and so we shouldn't we shouldn't view being real like there really needs to be a more in-depth discussion about what's real because what what is real what's important about that is how deep the reality is what is real is naturally an in-depth discussion but it's like because you're talking about competing realities rather than that there's one if you're just going to say that there is reality and there's only one of them you're just talking a, you're being like as appearancist as possible because reality is just the way that things appear but the way that things appear that's there's a lot of depth to just that discussion because um it's just the way that things look like like the clothes that somebody is wearing or the words that somebody says those are like the surface level like actually reality is the most surface level uh way of looking at it but every everybody wants to be the realist artist like i want to be the most real it's it's really like saying that you want to be the most visible or be the most seen is to be the most real really the most the most real is the winner the winner is the most real the winner of any competition is the most real like the ceo of hulu is the most real employee of hulu because especially for within hulu the ceo is the most known figure like the one that everybody else is the most dependent on for one um that's part of the reason why it's the most real is the ceo but also the most real person is the most visible or the most seen like the ceo is the most seen face of hulu to everybody else in the world and to everybody within hulu like uh the ceo of any company is like that but the ceo is the most real i'm arguing because they're because they're the most visible but it's like that's what influences reality the most what makes you the most real is kind of the most seen that you are the most memorable that you are we forget about uh memories that are not remembered by anybody those are those are just forgotten things forgotten things are not visible they're not real like you could make an argument almost that somebody who dies and is not uh they die and everybody forgets about them instantly like very quickly the memory of them is forgotten because they didn't make a lasting impact on earth you could argue that that person while they're alive is already already doesn't exist in some senses like somebody who generates no memorability or is like constantly forgotten is um 
like in some sense it already doesn't exist like the people who live in a completely forgettable space are basic basically don't exist like you have to surface to be to exist uh in order to be real you have to surface and um it's like so like being real is the top layer actually but that doesn't mean that being fake is better like being fake is than deeper but like that doesn't make it better because fake things are forgettable ultimately like real things make the most money and get the most visibility like joe rogan is more real than some regular guy on the street who isn't famous because he's given to everybody or there's so many people in the world that can see him or be as a result of him being able to lift his platform up so high he is more visible um He's more seen by everybody like bill gates is very real and um more real than a regular person i would argue like like literally because they're they're the most seen they're most visible but it speaks to winning a competition if you win a competition you gain the most visibility and i'd say that that's just they're inseparable being real and winning if you win, you're the most real. In fact, competitions are a competition to figure out who is the most real. And so when artists are like, I want to be the realist, you're saying that you want to win or you want to be the most popular. Like, of course, everybody wants to be the most real. It's And the more memorable you are, the more seen, the more that everybody sees you're, you're like in circulation, like you're a form of money or something is the more the more that everybody can see you is the more real that you are and so like the u.s dollar is the most in circulation doll currency and it's i it's like the most real one i would argue that the united states is that the u.s currency is the most real currency is part of what you're saying with it being the reserve currency obviously this is like subjective you wouldn't say that one country was more real than another one but that that's because we're not we don't discuss it that way because there's not enough discussion about um what makes something real because typically we're just viewing that there's like one reality or something but like um like reality it's you being the most real if you win then you're the most real but what what is interesting to look at like there are people that love nature and nature is just that's just the surface level like that's that's just an obvious people love nature that's because it's so simple it's so straightforward it's always that of course nature is occurring trees always look that way and they're always trees like if you love to walk around in nature you're just somebody who loves reality um yeah like the the and reality is just kind of the way that things the way that things look and if you're a podcaster it's like revealing deeper secrets about yourself is this way of like you're like you're already at the top kind of in your own platform and then you go deeper to show um it's just for some reason the way that it works in podcasting is the deeper you go into like what made you who you are is the better that you're going to do but you wouldn't necessarily get ahead just by revealing more about yourself because What's important is to make deeper levels of reality relatable to the rest of the world if you're actually going to be uh, famous or popular. But, like, there's a surface-level knowledge to things, and then there's an in-depth knowledge to things. Like, if you know all of the ways that a car 
fits together. You know the entire anatomy of a car. You have an in-depth knowledge of it. The There's all these car parts that are forgotten to most people who don't know cars. Like, they're not in their memory. And so to those people, like, these car parts that they don't know about don't even exist, you know. And so it's like they're not even in... Re- a lot of car parts aren't even in reality for many people, for people that can't define them or say what they are. They don't even know what they haven't even seen one of them. They don't, they don't even exist. If you're not known by somebody, it's basically like not existing. But the competition is that like, think about people who go on stage, people, politicians do this and politics is just a giant theater for everybody it used to be one of the only games in town uh only theaters in town but it's it's a theater because it's a play it's difficult it might be difficult to say politics politicians are just participating in a giant theater because we don't we don't discern or point out what the stages are or how it's a stage but really a politician is going up and talking the same way that a stand-up comedian is going up and talking but the the thing is that politics is just entertaining because it's just a game the same way any game video game that you can involve yourself with is just entertainment um politicians are fighting for the vote they're fighting to the rest of the masses who are below them like People who don't involve themselves in the political game, they are relinquishing their right to say anything about politics. Like, even though the masses all complain about the politicians and they're like, oh, they're just phonies. Like, that's that doesn't mean that we, the people, are better than them. They're just the individuals who voluntarily entered themselves into the ring. And they do that because they want to be more responsible or they are the responsible people. Like, you're not ever going to be as responsible or as impactful as a politician, as a regular person, because you're you're choosing to not be one, or in other words, you're choosing to not be as responsible as somebody who's like, I will try to change things. But, like, um, it's just that entertainers are... Um, Like, entertainers are the most real, or the people that surface, but, like, the same way that we have Bible verses or Bible chapters that the Christian church talks about a lot, they, like, lots of churches across the country preach out of Ephesians, but not very many of them preach out of Micah. That's because Ephesians is kind of like a celebrity uh, book of the Bible, and we do that with chapters, we do that with verses there's the important ones that surface like and any religion will do this it's like people pick and choose out of a book or it's just like out of a book certain things surface they're more memorable and then it's kind of like we treat uh obadiah like it doesn't even exist it's like it's almost like it's not even real but the verses that everybody sees the most are the most real and like joe rogan is more real than other people because like he's in people's face because of the visibility reality is just the way that things look it's just visibility and um because of that you see how uh, the person stand-up comedian starts talking they are the person in the room that's the most real i would argue and it's really like enter going into the world of entertainment is what makes you more real than other people 
um, it automatically makes you more real to be the person that everybody in the room is looking at. And this makes you more responsible. It makes it so that everybody can blame you if shit goes wrong. But that's what's difficult about doing it. But like people like to, um, you're it's it's more real. It's the more visible you are. Like you're vis you're the most visible person is is what makes you, so makes you real. And so it's just kind of like, um, what's interesting is the level of reality that comes about when you like it it's it should be a greater level of reality with cryptocurrency than the reality we had before because because with cryptocurrency they are doing something they're going further down and then making making it relatable like making talking about secrets relatable but like um Yeah, like people are people are going in that direction. So being real, as far as uh, cryptocurrency is concerned, it is more real to say that that's real. Like saying this is my problem, or like saying what it is about you that makes you important. That is automatically deeper. I think that we see that that's happening in the world because entertainment is, it's its almost like it's eating itself alive where it's like, this is how we made the song and now you're making content about how you made it. And it's the same with TikTok is like, we're just going further and further into like, people are making TikToks about this is how I made the beat and this is how it looks in the software and the program. This is what it looks like where we didn't have that before, but it's like, it's almost like the content now is about how you made the song rather than that anybody's making a song, but it's because the song is more surface level than what makes the song. And so entertainment as a whole is becoming less surface level. It's going deeper. But what's interesting is that as it goes deeper, like probably one of the first problems you run into in trying to evolve entertainment in this direction is just recognizing the behind the scenes thing or even bringing speaking to it like uh speaking to secrets basically never happens because secrets are supposed to stay secretive and that's why that's why you have made something at all is because you did something that other people can't reproduce and so you're not going to reveal your secrets it's not supposed to be that way that people are making content about this is the secret behind it but as it turns out like this is the direction the world is headed and it's the same with, um, I'd say that the direction that comedy is headed is uh, talking to the audience more. This has to be the direction. But in other words, breaking down the aspect of um, that the entertainer is so separate from the people that he or she is entertaining, where it's like, that isn't reality. It's just that we think that reality is this way. But that's as far as we've come to understand it. As far as we know, reality is what reality is. But that's always going to be as far as we have seen, essentially. And so people come up with all of these theories where they go in depth into all these fake worlds, like conspiracy theories, shit that hasn't been revealed yet. Um, like that shit doesn't exist until it's seen ultimately. And maybe 
maybe the world needs to come to grips with that truth more so that like reality will only ever be as far as people can see and so it like people go in depth into fake things that don't yet exist because they want to reveal them to the world they want to bring the darkness into light um but it's like what i'm saying is the things that are visible are the things that are in the light are they're already visible like um popularity unfortunately is is this superficial thing but that doesn't make it um but you can get really visible by being somebody who brings a large amount of darkness into light it's just difficult to do that or in other words make something unrelatable relatable all of a sudden um like that's that's what art is you bring the darkness into into light but the greater levels of darkness would require you to go into greater levels of secrecy um but it's almost like with a podcaster going like the more obviously or anything even if you're writing lyrics of a song if you're writing lyrics of a song or or you're saying words as a podcaster you're in a conversation maybe the more real it is it's just the more obviously that you're stating things and so like lyrics of songs nowadays they're like we want more we always want more realness but there's no end to that because there's no end to depth of of things um but i'm talking about how the the direction of comedy is um probably the comedian involving the audience more with with themselves or like breaking down these these behind closed doors these walls dissolving these walls in the realm of entertainment because it's supposed to be that there's like reality is supposed to be one thing and this manifests itself in like as far as we know about comedy it's one person being the most superficial level being the appearance um but like so reality is superficial like the real level is just what's in front of people's faces it's actually like it's not it's not that deep at the point it just actually is real like the um but we break we would break down levels of reality or you're kind of saying the reality is more things if you involve more people that are in the audience you're you're involving more relative truths or more realities or in other words saying like entertainment doesn't have to play out that way or like competitions don't have to play out this way where in order to be real you have to take the risk you have to be responsible like and so responsibility as it stands now exists in this way where uh it's like too it's too disproportionate like disproportionately there's too much an emphasis on um the one person it's kind of like how there always has to be one narrative or it's too we live in too much a win-loss scenario where there are the winners and the losers we see this play out in the in politics where the abortion debate is just you the baby is alive for that nine month period or it's not necessarily alive for that nine month period like we don't live in a very civilized society for example we don't we don't approach the abortion debate very intelligently because 
if we really wanted to be civilized, you would just come up with a cutoff point or the two sides would compromise. Like, because the entire debate stems from that you have the one half of the group of people are like, you can't abort anybody. Life begins at conception. And then the other half, they're like, you can kill that baby for that nine months. The debate is about this nine month period where the baby is growing in the womb. And um, it's over that nine months. Like if you wanted to approach this problem more intelligently, say that you can make a cutoff point within this nine months. But it's not like that because to some extent, people don't care about these babies at all. They just want something to argue over. And they want it want to be this win-loss scenario where it's like, oh, well, either the baby is alive the entire nine months or it isn't alive for the entire nine months. Like, as if there aren't relative truths in this. Like, we don't allow ourselves to talk about this territory at all. There's just the two groups that say opposing things. And one of them wins and one of them loses. Um, like... Make a compromise. After four and a half months, then you can't abort a baby anymore. That Why don't you do that? We don't do that because the Republican Party can't identify itself to that issue. The, the Republican Party wants its brand to stay strong. And one of their identifiable issues, like really central to their brand, is that they believe life begins at conception and they will not budge on that. And the Democrats are the same just for um, that the baby can't. For the other way that the woman has a choice for the entire nine months it's, it's part of their brand to not compromise on that in any way um but we don't live in a civilized society where it's like you could solve this issue just compromise would people don't make compromises the the political game is just bullshit where they make it so that because why couldn't you just why couldn't you like people can't come up with an answer for it they don't want to. They just want it to be somebody wins and somebody loses. And that's how the entire election process works, too. It's like there's a president. An important part is that half the people win and half the people lose for that entire four years. Like this is a obviously ridiculous way of handling the situation to have two major groups. Um, it should be more. There should be more options than that. And so now... Now life begins at conception as according to law, since they overturn Roe v. Wade. No, life begins at conception. So I think that if that's the case, then let's take the baby out after it's been after it was born. I mean, after it was conceived. Since life begins at conception, you can just take it out of the womb after a day. Then, right? Just bring it out. We want we want to see the baby like better sooner than later. Since the baby is already born a day after it's conceived, let's just take it out of the womb. Because that it doesn't apparently it doesn't need to be in the womb for anything because it's already born when it's conceived. So since it doesn't need to be in the womb, as dictated by American law, since that apparently doesn't provide anything, um, just take it out. Life begins at conception. You know, um, there it's just, it's like too much win loss scenario, but like the. It's just that the person who ends up on the stage, they're like the face for the environment when at that time that they're talking. But like politicians are a face. They give a face to a stage at whatever thing that thing that they're doing, whether they're participating on the stage for congressmen or for um, uh, 
senators. And unfortunately, I don't have any. I don't have any political uh, draw necessarily. But maybe I have more political influence than people think, or or than I think. Maybe, maybe or maybe not. But bringing up a political issue, I I just like I don't know. I care abortion one way or the other. Let me go behind the scenes. What do I think about abortion? Is that. I don't really care, but I think at the point that we overturn Roe v. Wade, it kind of makes me against it a little bit. Kind of makes me feel like that life begins at conception. I mean, just chalk up another win for the Christians. Could you have imagined that the Christians would win this battle? Who would have thought? They basically win everything else. They have the most money and... But, um, like, people should have seen that this was coming. It would appear that we're going in, like, a Christian direction or, like, Christians versus non-Christians is maybe starting to become the dynamic. Maybe politically it becomes that versus liberals. Other than liberals versus conservatives, maybe it becomes Christians versus non-Christians. Maybe that's the direction we're headed um, as a country. Like, potentially, this might be, that might be where the onus lies in the future but um like there i think that the future of comedy is that will it just brings into focus more versions of reality than when you this is just an example of it you involve more people in the audience than um you're talking to them and then you're bringing light to all these people that weren't necessarily volunteering to participate um but like it has to be that more because we we no longer allow it to we we need reality to be something else like we're we're requiring all of these things of reality all the time we're requiring lots of things of it like we needed to go deeper and so a currency that jokes about the existence of money itself by saying like it's encrypted that's actually a currency that goes deeper but it's able like the question is how is it able to do that it's more difficult to put that on it's more difficult to put a product out where you're revealing the secrets uh that that would goes that would go to show that you were authentic or that there was something interesting about your secrets so it's like Cryptocurrency obviously hasn't taken off, so it hasn't been proven that it is better to name yourself to be a, better to name yourself encrypted as a currency. But it's like um, I'm thinking about the relationship between encryption and and reality. But it's like is is it better to be more encrypted, or is it better to just be? Is it better just to say the most? in the name of encryption, like, um, like say that you're encrypted, like what does that do versus the U S dollar where the U S dollar is encrypted, but it can't say that it is when you say that you're, it's just, it's more real and more real is always, is always better because more real is like something that is deeper 
even though at the point that it becomes real, it's actually like surface level. It's just going in the direction, trying to make something more real is like you have successfully made something that was deeper into something that's real. And um, the more real that something gets is the more in depth that you're going to something that previously people didn't even know about because the in-depthness of it wasn't being revealed. But that's what happens anytime you reveal a secret, quote unquote, what, what might be considered a secret. If you're revealing a secret, you're going a level deeper, but you're making reality something a level deeper than it used to be. But this is what's important about art itself or creating things is going deeper making things more real but like as far as um as far as comedy is concerned more real involves the reality of that everybody is an entertainer or kind of like that everybody is everybody's creative everybody is participating in a game of some kind everybody everybody is participating in a competition um, really just the fact that competitions themselves are being made available to regular people makes it so that regular people are now all part of the entertainment process where, but it used to be this more divided thing where you had to risk more or, uh, give off that you're being more responsible than you used to be. Nowadays, it's like responsibility is given to everybody. Visibility is given to everybody because everybody is just all they're through the games that they're playing they're involving themselves in competitions but it's it's like politics before there are all these competitions that everybody could involve themselves in the political game was like one of the competitions and it just by its existence it stated how there are outsiders and insiders like it it makes the masses outsiders does the political game i mean it still exists right now and still has a lot of power right now and what it does is it divides the entertainers from the regular people in the audience basically because it's just a it's just a theater and the theater what you're trying to do when you move the political hierarchy to try to become the president is is you're you're trying to win you're trying to be more real if you become the president then you're the most visible person in the political game you have to follow the rules of that particular game or in other words go into debates and argue your position it's just a bunch of people arguing against each other to be actors in in the stage but really to be the lead actor in what is a giant theater it's it's a giant theater because all those people are just acting um in order to manipulate the masses to vote for them and it's uh they they move up the ranks competitively speaking in this giant theater but all of all of it is a giant theater anytime that you're winning even if you're at hulu you're moving up the ranks there you're just advancing to higher level higher stages but part of what makes you the most real is your ability to perform on any stage within the environment. So it's like Joe Rogan becomes really successful because he is able, like anybody who's a famous comedian, there's somebody who goes to a lot of venues. They aren't contained to one city or one bar even. They appear in lots of contexts. Part of what part of being successful is your ability to appear in very many contexts. Part of what makes you popular just as an individual person walking around is your ability to 
be friends to very many different kinds of people. That's what's the more people-ish that you are is the more that your ability to more that you're able to successfully appear on different stages and have a lot of utility. In other words, be able to do lots of different things because a different venue, one venue versus another one will draw a certain kind of crowd. And there is something to be said about being able to speak at lots of different venues, or in other words, speak to lots of different crowds, lots of different groups of people. Not everybody, not everybody can do that. And that's why a lot of comedians don't, they're not mobile or they don't make it big. Uh, or ultimately they're just, they don't exist in reality as much as somebody who is able to perform it in lots of contexts. This is like part of um, being the greatest politician is your ability to appear on all of the stages that would appear in the political game. Um, that you would be able to do lots of lots of things well, but it's just like, um, as far as comedy is concerned, I think that the future is talking to the audience. This is like one of the realms. It's different from politics because. The political game would probably dissolve entirely at the point that politicians start try if they try to involve the audience. Um, it kind of defeats the purpose because part of the purpose of that is just be being able to centralize power in certain individuals, in in faces, in like this person is the senator, and and so power is centralized in them, in their authority. Like the political game exists because of uh, it. It's like a competition to see who is the face, who who is appearances the most. That they're just like the face that you give to the platform um, of president or whatever. Like this is this just speaks to how entertainment brings out the people who like entertainment is just kind of like participating in it um and then the more the better that you are at the game is the more visibility that you're going to get but so now we're going in this direction in society where it's like revealing the secrets i think that what goes hand in hand with that besides now we have currencies that current we have currencies that do this as exemplary of the times that we're living in where we're trying to get to the we're trying to be more real get to the heart of things trying to answer we're and we're always trying to do that we're trying to answer more questions um and it's like have better questions having a better question is uh, having getting hold of a question that's deeper than than people have been able to look at before like if you really ask the right question that's maybe the origin of uncovering something that is really deep um, if you get a hold of the right question, then you can't, then that's the point at which you can start to bring something fake into reality. Like you, if you ask the right questions, then you have more opportunity or more potential to materialize things into answers. Because like at the point that something is an answer is the point that it has been made re relatable to people or that it has surfaced. Like answers are more surfacing than problems. Problems go deeper down. So it's like, and we're always trying to go deeper. We're always asking more questions. Like we're always trying to be more real. And now we've gotten to this point where, um, secret, where we're like, maybe we shouldn't have secrets themselves, or maybe we should just speak to the power of encryption itself. Maybe we should stop avoiding crypticness. Let's talk about 
let's talk about what's cryptic. And part of that, part of what goes with that will be an evolution in the world of comedy where we make it less cryptic what is going on in a room when somebody is talking because currently we have comedians where they just go up and they recite what they've memorized and that's what stand-up comedy has been for the last 30 or 40 years. Um, the next evolution of that will be getting to the heart of things more, being more real. Being more real means automatically that you're recognizing that everybody in the room is staring at you and that um, they are involved with the entertainment process. Really, the entertainer doesn't exist without the people watching them. It's the same like politically, the, the governed, you can't govern without consent of the governed. Like the people watching it and then the person performing, they both need each other. And um, so it's just interesting that talking to more people in the audience is automatically something you can see is going deeper into the issue because you're revealing more, you're bringing more realities to the surface the more people you talk to. But it's like these thing, these realities are already there. People all people are already walking all over the earth talking to each other. Like they're already in the en entertainment business. Every single person is. This is already the truth of the matter. It's just that we've come up with technologies recently through video games that that speak to this truth that everybody is already entertainers. Everybody is already a player in the game. It's just like once you are a player in the game, you're kind of a performer automatically. Um, then it's just a matter of how are you a lead actor or not? Like how much can you win in order to move up the ranks to gain more visibility? How, how good of an entertainer are you? And so it's like you have comedians that go up there, especially at open mics, that aren't very good. And it's embarrassing because it's almost like you're, it's almost like you're just an audience member who didn't, who like, and you're telling us that you deserve to be one of the people speaking. And, um, it's like this doesn't always have to exist this way where there's just a major divide. Obviously, this this is just like obviously what's going to happen in the future is comedians talk more to audience members. But what that does is just recognize the reality of, um, I mean, it really destroys the secret because as a comedian, you the secret is that you do have more to say than everybody in the audience, certainly. Like, that's the way that it's played out. Uh, but, like, in order to continue to pretend to be for that, to be the case for you as somebody speaking, you kind of have to build a mystique about yourself or, like, act like there's all these important things going on in your life. But it's, like, what automatically... You automatically admit as an entertainer, too, that there's this wall of secrecy uh, at the point that you say that other people's secrets in the audience are just as important as yours, or in other words, bring to the surface other people's realities, um, that's automatically a deeper level of reality. And so for those reasons, I would argue that crypto, like maybe that is still a good thing to invest in. Maybe that's the future. And um, because it is odd it's it's more of a joke too and it is better to be more of a joke we're heading in a more of a joke direction um but it's like what is what is the deepest level of communicating the joke is is something that you look at with stand-up comedy what's actually a deeper level of communicating it is to involve the jokes of everybody in the audience or their perspective of things or their version of life as an entertainer or as a competitor 
in in the game like um yeah that's got to be better maybe i'm just working out to myself what is a better way for me to do stand-up and so thanks for listening so you helped me do that but uh depending on how i title this episode i might say crypto maybe because i had a episode before this called crypto maybe not but like why don't i just go further and further into like oh why i made this or that what i'm about to do in the future like this is so that it's less cryptic or whatever but um any closing thoughts i just like this um this truth about how normally reality is viewed where there is an entertainer and then there are all of the outsiders but it really really throws the masses under the bus and really makes them like poor people that are just at the whims of the performers the pot like the politicians for the political landscape um it really makes it this divide but it's it's true that if you want to be more real it really involves involving the realities of everybody where currently we exist in a state of things where the level of reality is just it lies with um it lies with the entertainers but it's just that entertainment entertainment will is dissolving is being given to everybody competition is being given to everybody the world will continue to realize it's more of a game and when people are like it's a simulation they fuck it fuck them for saying that because it's that people are always trying to people always come up with some dumb reason to tell you like you want to know why the world is a simulation it's because of this that's not and it they point to something that's just been happening forever like that's why it's a simulation it's not that it's a simulation people are just trying to say that everything is a game that's what they mean let me articulate that for you but i'm just going behind the scenes behind the scenes means going further into the future really um to reveal what will happen in the future is just like automatically more in depth than what's in f- right in front of our face because right in front of your face also applies to the way that time transpires where far into the future is more depth and so being able to speak to things that will happen in the future automatically makes you a good artist if you're able to do that correctly um but Thanks. Thanks for listening to that. Bye.